0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Good Morning Show. I'm Carrie Berry, here with your host, Ted.
1: Good morning, friends. Grab a coffee, a smoke, and your MAGA hat with the JFK Jr. pin on the side and the Q sent me pin on the other side. Because where we go one, we go all this morning. <laughs> I notice a lot more Q-Tart stuff around. And when I say Q-Tart, I mean that lovingly. Lovingly. Because there's so much good research that's that's real. That's coming out and is solving problems. Breb on Twitter is awesome the Perusia, I think is the name they are really nailing the whole Racine being the root of all evil mm-hmm. so more to follow mm-hmm. um, so there's a lot of cool uh, Q adjacent stuff going on Right. Q
0: um, never mentioned Racine no nope,
1: however never did
0: but I have been seeing more Q stuff coming up Deltas yeah whatever. I, I don't know I'm not paying attention really anymore I never really was I only really ever knew anything about it through you
1: yeah, well, I used to have this mentor. He's kind of like poor man's Alex Jones. Oh, yeah? You remember him, the podcaster, Hank Oh, Barrows? right.
0: Right, that was back in, like, 2020.
1: Yeah, well, the last time we heard from him was January mm-hmm. 6th. He disappeared at the Capitol. We haven't heard from him since. There's rumors that he's, like, in solitary, like, in the whole... Like, it's a horrible Supermax federal prison Hannibal Lecter style. That's awful. Because if you think Alex Jones is terrifying to the establishment Hank Barrows was he's my mentor most of his stuff's been scrubbed offline everything's been scrubbed you know it's like he just he's a ghost where is he you know is he in prison is he floating out there hunting Biden's men Mm -hmm. we don't know he's hunting the deep state he was telling me about that but I found a clip uh one of his episodes from the COVID time from around then oh great uh yeah so uh, I think we should play it
0: Alright, yeah, let's listen to this Some old footage
1: Yeah, and after this, we'll just hit up with uh...
0: We'll go straight to a commercial
1: Yeah, yeah, it sounds good
0: All right, we'll be back after
2: this From the bunker This is episode 294 of Truth Dump I'm your host, Hank Barrows It's a word-winning podcast I'm also the best-selling author of Liberal Faggots, The Pussification of America And Exit Only A Manual of Love and Sex in a Post-Obama America now I'm going to open the show with a small rant. Now, some of you know my history with Governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan. I've been requesting feed pics for a couple months now and uh, no response. Well, this morning when I logged on Twitter, which is the the platform I've been asking for these feed pics on, uh, it said I was suspended. Now, I know you, Jack Dorsey, are out there listening to me right now, but this is important. Governor Whitmer presents herself as a woman. She has not proven that she's a woman. I've only asked for feet pics because I have a method through certain knowledge that I have. I can tell the sex of a person through their feet. I was just asking for the simplest confirmation of her being a woman, which would be uncensored feet pics. She couldn't do it. She complained to you, Jack, and you used all your pull to suspend a Twitter account with 95 million followers. I'm calling you out, Dorsey. Today, you meet me over here at the studio. You know where I'm at, Dorsey. It's a strip mall over on 10th, right between Al's Tires and Little Daisy's Daycare Center. You come meet me, I'll be here till, well, 8.30 tonight, then I'm gonna head down to the Jack in the Box and get some prize, dinner, and I'll be back here. So, whenever you want, let's go, punk. I'll fucking fight you any day, bitch. Which reminds me, for, uh, any listeners of the show, I am no longer in the old studio. Ever since the divorce. So, if you hear any kids, that's because of the little Daisy's daycare and, uh, you know, my cunt of an ex wife, Billy, and her Jew lawyer, she's probably fucking. They took it all. So, all my good equipment, uh, you're not hearing me as uh, well as you used to be able to. Well, that's the reason. Thanks, Billy. Thanks a lot, you fucking bitch. Now, moving my studio into this daycare center pre- presents a lot of problems. You know, so if you do hear a baby crying in the background or. You know somebody saying be quiet you smell like poop that's not necessarily anybody talking to me you might be hearing it through the drop ceiling from next door as many problems as recording next to a daycare uh, can cause um a lot of good things you know sometimes i get a little down out here and you know i'll just be thinking of all our freedoms and the we've lost and the constitution that's been just used as a toilet paper by the elites. Um, I look at the next generation, these these little youngsters of of all creeds and colors and ethnicities and hairstyles and sizes and things like that. And, And I just think of all the hope, all the good things that are coming to those kids. If we do our job, not only as parents, but as leaders of our community, and you know, sometimes I'll be really down in here, and I'll, you know, I'll, be on my my fourth or fifth cigar of the night, and you know, maybe have a bottle of Jack. Not, not as much anymore. I used to drink a lot, oh, a real lot. Thank you, Billy, and your fucking Jew lawyer. Um, sometimes I'll just I'll just wait till nap time next door, and you know the. the ladies they're they're real nice but they'll offer their cigarette or, or smoke a bowl in the car while these kids are in, and don't worry they, they got a direct line of sight to that daycare no one's coming in you know through that front door and taking the babies but but you know there's one thing that I'll do I'll just lift up one of those ceiling tiles and grab onto the heat pipe and I'll climb over into the little nap room and I'll grab one of those little babies, and I'll, I'll hold them, and I'll I'll hear their little breathing, and look at the cute little cheeks, and, you know, warmth, and I'll just read the Constitution to them. You know, I mean, I'll read it to them. It, it doesn't matter, you know, I, I, I know where every baby is. I got a little chart, and I'll read them that Constitution, and the Bill of Rights, and, you know... Maybe I should start with the Declaration of Independence or the Magna Carta if you really want to get get into it. But you know, I'll read them the Constitution so they know. They've been told. They're going to be told lies at school. We all know that. The school's full of lies. I, I remember, you know, learning a lot of things in school that turned out to be false. Oswald being the lone shooter. And we all know that's bullshit and involved time travel, um, I mean, I don't want to go too deep into it, not yet, you know, soon, my next book will be about assassinations that have changed history, and how time travel is involved in that as, as a tool by these elites, but I'll read that baby the constitution, and I'll see them smiling, burping, and farting in their sleep, and you know, every time I think maybe this is weird, maybe their parents wouldn't want me to hold their babies and teach them about America. But God damn it, it's my right as an American to teach babies about freedom.
1: From Slapahoe Falls, Wisconsin, Deep Dick's Beer brings to you American Heroes of Racism. This week's American Hero of Racism is Luke, the man of 10,000 accounts. They call him the NIG Smasher, the Kite Crusher, the Troon Terminator, the Fag Stomper, and the Dork Destroyer, but his friends just call him Luke. He can always be counted on to stand up and fight for the white race, at any cost. So here's to you, Luke. You're a true American hero of racism. We salute you, Luke. From Slapahoe Falls, Wisconsin, Deep Dick Spear brings to you American Heroes of Racism. out my way bitch. Help! Are you okay ma'am? Let me help you up.
2: Thank you.
0: Wait, you're a cop? Take your hands off my body pig.
1: Whoa, language. There was a robbery and a shooting over on 10th and Sheridan.
0: Did you see the suspect? Yes, he knocked me to di- Wait, why should I tell you?
1: Ma'am, please. He just robbed Tanisha's weave emporium and shot Mr. Yang, the owner of Yang's dry cleaning. Those poor... Poor, marginalized people of color. Well, Mr. Yang is a multimillionaire with four dry-cleaning locations. And doing great with the weaves. She owns a trucking business, too. I wouldn't call them marginalized. They're capitalists?
0: Well, I'm not sure how
1: much I can help you. Please, ma'am. Did
0: you get a good look at him? Why, fascist? So you can kneel on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds? Lady,
1: look, I don't agree with how Chauvin handled the arrest, either. I would have shoved a nightstick up his ass. Works like a charm. You murdering thug. I refuse to cooperate. Please, man. He was seen earlier exiting a black 2007 Toyota Camry with tinted windows. That's all we have to go on.
0: Well, I'm not going to be responsible for throwing another black man into the cold and uncaring system. So he was
1: black. Outstanding.
0: I never said the suspect was black. He may have identified as Latinx, for all I know.
1: Latinx? Hmm, never heard of it. Some kind of queer shit? You need sensitivity training, Officer Oinker. Come on, lady. Poor Mr. Yang was on his way to give free Chinese language lessons to the students at Al Sharpton Middle School. He didn't deserve a bullet in the gut. He was giving back to the urban youth?
0: Well, he was wearing a lime green sweatsuit, lime green shoes, and a lime green cowboy hat. He was about 6'3", medium build... The race? What about the race? He was... Wait... I can't.
1: Please, ma'am, if we don't catch him, he might disturb the Free Abortion Tuesdays at the Planned Parenthood on 12th Street.
0: The nigger went that way, officer!
1: And now for weather on the whatevers, here's your weatherman, Archie Hegsworth. Take it away, Archie. It's a
0: tornado coming. I think there's a tornado coming or something. That's weird.
1: And now the news with Carrie and Ted.
0: We're gonna keep the news local today.
1: Outstanding, good.
0: From Fox Six Milwaukee.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Yee>.
0: <laughs> on Sunday there was a multi-county police chase on I-94. Did you oh. hear anything about that?
1: I saw something today, but I didn't. I just saw the um, headline.
0: 18 is <laughs> <was> arrested. <laughs>
1: of course, there
0: are no other identifying facts. He's black. About this individual, black.
1: That was the first thing I thought. If it was a, a, a white dude, they'd have his social media and somehow have him tied to white extremism.
0: I'm surprised only one person was arrested.
1: Usually they do that stuff in packs. They did. Oh, they escaped? A bunch of them did. They're fucked then. He's gonna ride. On
0: Sunday morning, one of the maintenance workers at the Field Auto Group car dealership yep. in Waukesha.
2: Oh, right where that is.
0: Noticed that there was damage to one of the garages. This was when he got in in the morning. Okay. So it was about about six AM. According to investigators, one customer car was stolen. Oh man. And eight lock cars were stolen. They were all luxury vehicles, so nine luxury vehicle this
1: is nothing new this has always been going on my father was chicago police and my uncle was in the car business this happens a lot usually gang related and it's usually going to chop shops and stuff like that were these just teens having fun or we don't know yet
0: the waukesha police
1: oh.
0: believed that it was an organized crime group
1: i don't doubt it of
0: teenagers <laughs> from chicago
1: Gangster disciples. I guarantee. So. that's. I was just going to say it's a GD scam. They've been doing that since. That's kind of funny you, you said from Chicago. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be GDs. That was what my who was, my uncle was bitching about.
0: That was time. another thing that told me that it's probably young black, black gang from, members. Right. Yeah. From Chicago.
1: It could be another gang. I'm not up on the. And who's doing openings? I days. used I used to be. <laughs> I, I was like kept up to date, like could have been a gang historian in certain areas of Chicago for a while.
0: I remember happened. as a kid where my brothers would play baseball, it was like a kind of a public area mm-hmm. with a park and bathrooms. And the bathrooms always had Latin Kings mm-hmm. graffiti,
1: yeah, they were around your area. It was pretty big. yeah, Gurney. like County, Illinois, yeah problem with vice lords too but not as much because they were established the kings were like moving in to your specific area at that time that you're talking about not violently yet but just through force and numbers and tagging their shit all over the place back then yeah it
0: was really more like a boogeyman kind of a it was it was because they never did hear about anything actually happening or
1: if you saw them it was like it's like two dorky ass essays <laughs> and you like check them you know what the fuck you doing in here dude what, writing king shit up get the fuck out of here crack their fucking crown or whatever that's funny
0: see i never saw anybody doing it but it was all over that yeah place. yeah there was uh it, it was a
1: fertile ground they were uh, pumping the gangster rap in and It was getting into young white boys heads and everybody was stepping up to the plate back then i'm shocked that no white gangs formed out of the era.
0: Mm, yeah, that's interesting. Uh,
1: there are older established white gangs that formed, that were formed, you know, tw- 20s, 30s, 40s in Chicago. Mm-hmm. There were always white gangs. Sometimes they kind of faded off, you know, when economic prosperity hit their area during the boomers and stuff like that, but it was always there. Uh, Simon City Royals would be one, Ashland Vikings, uh, just off the top of my head, Popes, uh, <laughs> Gaylords. <laughs> Gaylords stands for Great American Youth Love Our Race Destroy Spics It was a white gang that was fighting like the 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 Latin invasion of Chicago in the the 40s 50s That's great But I'm shocked that no gangs out here formed like out in Between. between Milwaukee and Chicago you know, you got Kenosha and Racine, and you got Lake County, which is full of some tough people. I mm-hmm. believe it's got the most bars per square mile of anywhere in the world, I want to say. Does it? I, th- I believe so. Well, I
0: wouldn't be surprised. There are a lot.
1: Y- yeah, it, there's nothing to do there. That's why I was shocked that no white gang stepped mm-hmm. up. What happened was all those white boys got taken in other gangs. They became kings, they became GDs, vice <laughs> lords. Um, rarely did they float down to the areas where the actual white gangs were set up. Uh, in Chicago you know, didn't mm-hmm. I don't think that happened at least I Maybe mean, we have cousins that moved up Simon City Royal has got a cousin that moves up But they're not making a new set up there It wasn't like they were expanding in there They were actually getting their ass kicked at the time Their guys were crazy Those white boys were crazy And they went out big for crimes The Clinton administration they always talk about the blacks getting jacked up and that, but damn sure took out a freaking gang of white boys in Chicago, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Those sentences for gun crimes and things that mm-hmm. the Clinton's brought in the 90s, they caught some some white boys because to be a white boy in that game, you gotta be fucking extra crazy. Mm-hmm. There's not enough of them. Yeah. So it's interesting. That's just something, a little side note there that I always found kind of shocking that there's no established white boy gang in this country outside of the, you know, the Aryan Brotherhood and the, the joint, but that's a prison gang. I know they operate out of the prison, it's obvious, but it's a whole different animal. You're not recruiting out here on the street you know, young peewees and stuff like that. And as much as some people might say that's a good thing, I think it's a bad thing. I I wish there would have been. There is room for that sort of mentality and tribalism and young white men should be encouraged. You know, don't pimp or or sell fentanyl to your people. Don't really sell it to anybody. But, you know, because ethnic gangs did start for protection and it's just a shame that it never started. And I bet you it will start because you got all these groups out there and I'm not never saying anything bad about somebody standing up for white folks. I can't stand it. everybody's like, "Oh, they're automatically feds, motherfucker." If you think people aren't pissed off, young man. I mean, I'm almost fifty. You know, I'd be talking to somebody if I was 25 again and going through this shit. And you know, I would definitely be tribing up And Right now, we're in the we're in the You know, we're in the uh, the swamp where we're at physically. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no no online shit. We're we're right here, smack dab in the middle.
0: Yeah, we're trying to raise little boys right now. Ex- ex-
1: wolves. We're raising wolves right now because you're going to need wolves. I have to do that. I have to look forward and how I'm raising them as men. And it sucks, but we have to be more harsh with them because we're looking at the failures, especially if you're a Gen X parent. We're looking at the failures of your overprotection but still wanting to be buddies because of the whole... See you later, motherfucker. Boomer attitude. You know, like, all right, we're going to leave for the week.
0: With all of our parents.
1: There's $75 in cash. Order some pizza. <laughs> you know, old Wisconsin, it was. Moms and dads just leave for. We we're going up north. He was 50. He had savings, so they could afford for him to take like eight weeks off work. It was the 80s and 90s. Shit was just smoother back then. It was, it was, it was definitely different. Yeah, so I just think that we we're paying for that and seeing how. And I'm not blanketing all Zoomers, but there's a total breakdown in how shit operates. And I'm not even talking all well, this kid gets out of college expects two hundred fifty thousand. That okay, yeah, that's totally crazy. Where did they get that expectation? The right. TV, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. guess what? Where does the TV rank in your household chain of command? It should not. The TV shouldn't be. There should be a either a reinforcement of something or a dissolving whatever garbage that it you know pushed in your head. A lot of it is just because uh you know boomers were so absent as parents. Not all of them. So we got to be a little bit more harsh and tell them no. Because apparently no one gets told no. No is not a real thing, and it was it was already becoming like that. Like I always talk about the when the switch flipped to become a pussy in like 1989 mm-hmm. or something like that there's like a day we're like okay maybe pussies now kids <laughs> so we, we're paying for that right now and, and we're gonna have to reprogram these kids or or we're gonna have to shove them in in a virtual reality for the rest of their lives where they can live out their gay fucking fantasies i'm not kidding you there has to be a decision made about this generation
0: yeah I maybe, feel... maybe
1: that's where the missing generation went with the orphan train they were like the, 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 the elders were like put these motherfuckers in some know. in some VR for the rest of their life so they can live out their goofy Jewish Hollywood fantasy that's I been, do
0: feel so bad for them
1: I do too but there's still time with a lot of them yeah I mean there's still, all, there's always time just starve a little bit you know when the, when the suffering comes and I hope it's not too horrible, People, a lot of people are gonna self delete I know that as a I just know it if the lights went out for longer than a day or two in some areas and it was not coming back for the foreseeable future there would be a a spate and there always would be but with the weakness that's infused with our society right now western civilization white people there is a weakness infused in us and you can see the reaction to that in us by how extreme this small group of people is becoming. I just hope they can be led down the right path. And I believe I was talking about tribing up originally. Mm-hmm. And I totally hijacked your news yep. story. But okay. that needs to happen. Yeah, no so worries. street gangs are fully acceptable, young white men, to form. You should be. You really should be because no one's coming to save you. No, the cops aren't going to do shit. I'm, I'm driving around our little town and seeing two cops that look like they could be Mexico City cops get out. In the same car which is weird that they're riding partners because i don't always see them ride partners around here Mm -hmm. but these guys are riding partners it's just they had to look like they weren't like essays that grew up here Mm -hmm. that's what they look like
0: can you imagine getting pulled over by two latino cops and the reason there's two is that at least one of them at least one of them
1: doesn't speak speak english English. that person (laughs) will kill you for your stuff
0: even though they're a cop.
1: No, well, it doesn't matter. They're a cop schmop. We haven't even seen our cops act well most of my entire life, uh, collectively. Being a son of a cop, I understand that really the, a couple of bad apples really spoil it for everybody. And this mm-hmm. is coming from a Chicago cop where there's dirt, but you don't hear about the cop that ran into a fucking burning building and pulled out 18 kids damaged his lungs for the rest of his life you look at the guy i mean i, I couldn't name him but that would totally dox me but he's just this like kind of at the time he was probably 45 years old kind of doughy this is 45 back in 2002 mm-hmm. where you don't have like the fit and 40 shred and <laughs> shit it's like you're from 40 year you're fucking getting fat your ass is hanging down and he look a little balding and stuff like that a little double chin fat bastard ran into a damn building and pulled out 18 kids
0: that's amazing yeah
1: and no nothing on the news not a beat it was at a retirement party that i heard the story my father's retirement party and uh it just sucked it just sucked you know because they they should get a lot of the, the credit for the stuff they do do but that was also 20 years ago i haven't had a interaction with the police. In the last 10 years, where I haven't, where I felt like there was a reason for it. I felt like I was getting squeezed. And like I just got pulled over just to get squeezed for some money. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say, all the interactions I've had have just been being pulled over.
1: You're doing 64 and a 55 in this empty highway. <laughs> you should pay me $175. <laughs> Fuck you. Imagine doing that to somebody <laughs> like, hey, buddy, you owe me almost 200 bones for that.
0: I know. I hate that feeling driving down the I, i-94 with yeah. the, where this article this chase yes is talking about that's where this right you're bringing place. it back thank you but driving down to i-94 and and seeing the cop because there's always a cop mm-hmm. sitting there when you're crossing the border between yeah. Illinois and Wisconsin yeah. and that feeling of like oh they might pull me over and it What the hell am I doing? What laws am I breaking? Why should you? Why am I somebody that the cops are going to try and get? You know what I mean? Like I should not be the one that they're coming after that anybody's concerned about at all. Doing any kind of crime at all—that should not be anybody's concern. They shouldn't be wasting their time exactly on sweet little moms who don't want to hurt anybody.
1: trained crazy how to talk to the police from the time I was a little kid to do it now. With my almost fifty-year-old, well, it's it has I haven't been pulled over in a few years. So at the time, my early forties, anger and trying to talk to a guy, I sound like Mister Rogers, you know, <laughs> after he just took some roids or something. <laughs> oh, Mister Rogers, a roid rage, took some meth. So this, th- there was an organized crime,
0: right? And there was a police chase south on I ninety four. So, they were so from Waukesha, Chicago. yes. Yeah, so it went through Racine County, went through... They stayed on Kenosha County.
1: What a bunch of dickheads. Well, they... There's so many places to lose cops. You know how I know that? Because I've lost cops. But there's so many
0: routes. That's the thing. That, like, there's so many... Straight to Chicago. It's not even a matter of, like, I'm going to get off the highway over here to lose these guys somewhere. You could get off the highway and still be going to Chicago, and there's a variety. You could just take the front frontage road route the could whole take. way. Exactly. Pre- exactly. I
1: mean, it, it, it is kind of funny because what I was just thinking is a white gang would have had those routes planned on the way home. Everybody's GPS would have been set up with their specific route to go home. Going down 94, I understand speed. But you're done. Mm -hmm. They catch your ass on that strip. Where are you going to go? See, that's a
0: good idea, what you you were saying, because it was nine vehicles. If they had all gone different ways. You know, somebody goes all the way down to the, like, you're getting
1: eight You know, somebody takes 31. Yeah. Instead of, did everybody Mm -hmm. get caught? Well, no, it was just the
0: one guy that, that they've said so far. But the reason that they did, though, was because somebody driving on the road, called the cops because they saw these nine luxury vehicles together and everybody driving them all had their faces covered so if they had split up (laughs) then it wouldn't have been such a shit show
1: you hear that you should hire me as a consultant (laughs) i don't work cheap but i guarantee results good god what what stupidity the way black people are coddled it was minimal effort, and they could all be legitimate businesses in like a year. Legitimate, all. But if they're eligible okay. for PPP, though,
0: we know the. Wait, no, the <laughs> yes, yes. Right? Is that still going on? I don't even know yeah, at probably. this point. Yeah, Pretty there's probably money, all Is
1: always going on. Right,
0: all kinds of loans. It seems to me that it was only one person and only one vehicle that they were able to stop, says the Kenosha County Sheriff's Department said one of the vehicles was stopped with stop sticks and that driver crashed on I-94 near Pleasant Prairie. There was another vehicle involved in the crash that was just somebody on the road, but oh, but they're off. supposed okay. to be okay. They're expected to be okay. I'm sure their vehicle is
1: not okay. Oh, I'd be so pissed off.
0: And a second car was found by the Illinois State Police. It was abandoned in Deerfield.
1: So brute force got netted them six cars.
0: Isn't that crazy?
1: But how bad did they drive those cars to escape?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Tick- and the, the road, I-94, was closed for two hours during this whole debacle.
1: That's just weird. You know, probably because they only send one cop, two cops after him, because it's this half-assed bullshit mm-hmm. around here. Yeah. They're mostly interested in just keeping everybody around here. Uh, um, ticketed? Un- ticketed <laughs> and un- unable to uh, crawl out from under this horribly oppressive area of the world. Ways you don't even understand.
0: From CBS 58 Milwaukee, Kenosha County is voting on a resolution asking libraries to create a separate section for adult content. The resolution proposes that you have to be at least 18 years of age or older mm-hmm. to rent. rent with- to check out check out it's renting check out pretty much the library book and show ID when you're checking it out
1: I can imagine the people that are against this are probably creeps
0: well what's funny is speaking out against it is Barbara Bratton she is the director of the Kenosha Public Library
1: mm-hmm so she's yeah no way she's she not says
0: good. that the resolution doesn't make any sense because they already have a children's section where children are supposed
1: to be but what's in the children's section also
0: that's another thing Th- right
1: think about it there's some weirdo crap in there and you know they sneak it in there
0: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely absolutely and she just uh throws in there that the children's section is set up by reading level and age group designed to help kids learn but See, I kinda... i'm kind of sure there's content there that parents don't want to
1: i get it but then again is your kid really gonna be all of a sudden changed because he reads my two fag dads or something like that or those kids are already getting that. those books are written for the kind of moms who have trans kids yeah i mean think of like the my two and mommies they and they want to show it to know, them mm-hmm. yeah those are, are like grooming materials for their own children.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's true. Really, in the end of it, because I've never seen one of those books in person. Nobody's ever given us. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody's mm-hmm. probably got the balls to give us a book like that. <laughs> Could you imagine my two my two fag dads? Yeah, dude. Here's my. I would
0: I would pistol. think that they're assuming I'm a dude or something. <laughs> like,
1: what offended? are you trying to tell us, man? You know, nothing like that. I guess not. That's a, that's a bad <laughs> choice because. But you know, like one of those. Uh, how about this? My dad's in jail? Like, what are you trying to tell But those right. kind of, like, mm-hmm. books, what I think they're trying to do is sort of normalize a fucked up situation really early. Yeah. And under the guise of preventing, I don't know, bullying over these kind of things, because supposedly, pe- kids are going to bully anyways, even if they read some gay book about, oh, it's not his fault that the, his daddy's in prison. You know, he did something naughty. Mm-hmm. And had to go away. So don't bully They're gonna bully him anyways, book or not. Kids are ruthless, and they're gonna go for the jugular always. They always do. So this, these books are really to make liberal parents feel good about helping fucked up situations. But all they're really doing is like just normalizing a fucked up situation. Mm-hmm and making it something that's like, it's okay to happen. Right. Well, I know
0: some schools are showing kids, you know, training materials and just sexual materials. Yeah. How to but I, I don't know where that's happening. It's not happening here. Yeah. It
1: seems that it only time I've ever seen it is it happens through the TV. I see it through the little, little black mirror I have in front of me all the goddamn time. My phone It's the only, you know, the, a lot of times these situations, the only way they enter your home is, is through this little thing right here. The reports of the reports this of this material being the, used in the, the schools. outrage that you have. Um, mm-hmm. is that ever gonna come to your area? No, I am not saying it'd be a puss bag about everything. Mm-hmm. But don't get all worked up over something that isn't impacting your physical sphere. Because it might be bullshit. That's true. There's a chance that it could just be bullshit.
0: That's true. But I do feel like this material and just generally sexually explicit material, not only in books that kids can see in the library, but of course on the internet of Mm -hmm. all places... For sure. And television. It does change you. It does change a person. Mm-hmm. The things that you learn at an age that you shouldn't learn. And the more that our environment and our children's environment is saturated with this material, the more that is going to get in their heads at an early age and can fuck them up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So okay, I see your point there
0: That's where like I I do have a perspective Of wanting to push back Hard on this stuff But then I'm cautious Because of what we spoke About last week With this rise In Christian nationalism So I don't want My kids learning About sex In general I, But I also Don't want to go Off the deep end yeah. And be ripping Librarians Out of buildings And burning them At the stake And well, yards And
1: Let's be serious though That shit probably has to happen. I'm not saying at the stake a nice trial, you should be fair about it, but... But where do we draw the line? Is going to be a reckoning. I don't... I think we could say that from a position of fake authority right now. Where do we draw yeah, the line? Yeah, yeah. We where draw- should
0: we? As human beings, what would be moral? Where would we draw the line?
1: Moral? That, that's... Move. Right? What is morality? It's irrelevant. Because what's going to happen is the swing back to the other side is going to be just as fucking crazy and cruel as the swing that were previously starting to, you know, that were coming out of right now, Mm -hmm. it's going to go to that extreme. It's going to go there. Right. That is what is going to happen. So these questions, if you're looking at them collectively, like as a, as we'll say as white folks, what's going to happen is going to happen. Get your fucking house in order. Get outraged when it comes to your door. That's the only time you can. Otherwise, it's fake bullshit to you. It shouldn't exist in your sphere because all you're doing is worrying and wasting energy and getting all worked up for something that does not impact your reality. They're made up kids somewhere else. They are. It doesn't matter at that point. They're out of your sphere. You're wasting energy on people that don't exist to you because they haven't come into your field. They haven't come into your life. They're faceless people from a story that you don't know if you're getting the whole side of. You don't know if someone's trying to work you up. That it's just one asshole saying something. You know, sometimes you get into these stories and you realize that it's not all that it was cracked up to be.
0: Right, and it was just a rage generator. worry about
1: your shit other than freaking out about stuff that isn't coming into your area. If it's in your library... Like, I would say to the families in Kenosha, find out what the hell they're talking about. Has there been something fucked up in your library? It's Kenosha, likely has. There's probably some really creepy shit in their libraries, and there there probably is, I would think, but that's because I know i have personal sphere experience with that i would say yes i've seen some weird shit and weird places in the kenosha library and the Racine library the kenosha library system there's sci-fi section is pretty much like based on my father's collection half of his books went to there and, and they're still floating around all the kenosha county library system i like that yeah it's pretty cool my brother and i took half of it and Donated it, and then years later, I, at a at one of those book fairs at the library, I, I bought a bunch of books back of his. I didn't know they were his at time. Oh, this look at this book, John Dalmas, Soldiers, loved it. Haven't have had a copy of this book since his Dad died, <laughs> and I'm reading it, and there there's a freaking peanut butter stain from me. You know, <laughs> I remember eating a sandwich, and I don't know being a kid and touching it but there it is on the same page and then i look in there and other sci-fi books that i bought because of nostalgia because i missed reading them turned out to be my father's. it's like just all cool. just the wear and tear you know a little crease here mm-hmm. crease there it just felt like my old man's book it
0: was his birthday this week
1: yeah it was he would have been 72 fifty-two. yeah you're right mm-hmm. he would
0: have been 72
1: yeah he would have been a miserable old cuss <laughs> <laughs> no he would have been great with all his grandkids would have you know, loved a it. A shit ton of grandkids. <laughs> mm-hmm. A bunch of grandsons and a sweet little granddaughter to dote on it. would have been insufferable. No, I, I would have loved to see it. It's a shame. I never got to meet them. But what I'm saying is, I'm saying that about Kenosha and the likelihood of the parents having to go and do something about it because I know Kenosha. I know the kind of people. And Kenosha, they're these weirdo libs. Mm-hmm. They're these weirdo, like, don't stigmatize STDs. Yeah. You know, those, right. those kind what? of, well, it's because you got <laughs> herpes, right, motherfucker? Of course you should stigmatize it. It's gross. You piss fire. <laughs> That's
0: not cool. That's not
1: good. The, but those are the kind of people. Um, the foot soldiers for the BLM riots at Rittenhouse come from that whole punk scene that, that my circle of friends crossed paths with in the late 90s. And you could just tell there was just... Greasy stuff About those people They were like Kids with money Mm. But didn't want to Dress like it And hung out with Actual scumbag Like poor kids But scumbag poor kids Mm -hmm. Those kind of people And this The kind of group That didn't wash For three days They'd have like These week long parties Gross And their children Were some of the people Doing all the Fucked up shit In Kenosha It wasn't all Bust in from somewhere else. This is a this is a nasty place. But I guess what I'm saying is, don't freak out about it and panic about this shit until it crosses your path.
0: All we can do is just try to protect our own kids.
1: That is all you could do. It's like a pack of lone wolves. That's the only way we're gonna be able to do this. This week, I I spoke about uh, being the Hitler you wish to see in the world. It's just you know, it's a it was a joke, but it wasn't mm-hmm. because you're gonna have to. <laughs> You're going to have to, though. There are groups forming, and that's good, but you're also going to have to be on your own and, and deal with it on your own because I think life is an individual struggle. As much as it looks like a collective struggle, there are individual struggles. and if, if you do your part in your individual struggle, I feel things will work themselves out for you. Just don't get too worked up, but know the kind of people you're dealing with, too. you got to know the kind of people you're dealing with, the kind of people we put in power because we can take them out of power. We could, we can do that. We can do that. Not necessarily by voting, either. There are a lot of ways. You can make people's lives untenable. Untenable, if you wish. So they don't want to go to work. They don't want this attention. Bring attention to them. Make them leave. Make them quit. They, these are the kind of people that fold instantly with the slightest amount of pushback. They are on their backs kicking up like a fucking turtle the slightest amount of pushback they don't have fight in them the reason they got to where they got is because they had a bully system helping them out that's for sure Mm -hmm. the implication of force now apply that fucking force now apply it in a hundred different areas how many cops do you got to make sure no one gets too close to the members of city hall or the fucking school board and i'm not advocating going and physically harming anybody I'm saying make their lives a living hell legally. Heckle them. Deny them your business. There's all sorts of creative ways to do this that don't require pitchforks and torches, but I am an advocate (laughs) for pitchforks and torches also. It's your right as a human. They're making war against you. They're making war against you. Everybody involved with this invasion of our country through the southern border Everyone involved in it, down to the fucking border patrol, are implicated in this. They are making war against you. You are justified in the eyes of God to make war back. And if you're not the fed-posting, redacted, just beep kind of person, there are other ways you can do it. Make them miserable. You can get this broad to step down. I guarantee you can get this broad to step down. Harsh, harsh language. You just be there. Don't let them. Don't let them off the hook for any of these decisions. And maybe they'll get the point and crawl back under the rock that they came from. I bet you a ton of them will. You, ha- you have to use some of these tactics that like these goofs used to fuck the country up over over the last how many years? Hundred or so years, but let's say twenty twenty. Anything after Trayvon with all the BLM bullshit getting lit up every election cycle. You know, 2014, 2016, 2018... 2020 was the big baboom but use some of those tactics show up at somewhere where they're eating we saw that during covid remember
0: mm-hmm.
1: showing up mm-hmm. at some asshole mayor having dinner he doesn't have security he's gonna have it next time
0: yeah wasn't that california
1: i think so i don't oh, wait,
0: know gavin newsom
1: I think he got heckled somewhere, but there were a lot of people. There were a lot. They were like mayors and governors and, and, and stuff like that. Make it uncomfortable. Make them fucking leave. Make them leave. Get pictures of the people who do their security. Dox them. You can't push buttons if you don't got fingers at work. These people are button pushers. They don't put work in. They're not hustling. They're sitting there collecting. They need their hands to collect. Break their fucking hands. Not physically. Unless you're provoked. Legally it's a figurative statement break their hands make it so they can't push the button but just don't roll over
0: just to wrap up this article this library resolution to be voted on by the county board will have no effect on the libraries because they report to the city so the city of kenosha board would need to have a resolution and vote on it so i don't know why the county's doing it or if they're just doing it to raise
1: Awareness. Right.
0: Exactly. Get people to talk about it. Uh, you know, maybe in hopes that the city will do something about it.
1: Okay. So it's just a bunch of political masturbation.
0: Basically, yes. Yeah, welcome yes, to at this point.
1: Welcome to Kenosha. <laughs> yeah, I'm against degenerate shit for kids. we will just stand on that platform. And that's it for the news. Alright, Carrie, I think we need to go to the schizozone.
0: Alright, let's warm it up.
1: Alright, activating schizozone. <laughs> Now entering the SchizoZone. Alright, and we're here. Uh, I wanted to talk about, I guess, sources in -hmm. the truth community. I've seen a lot in the last 30 years. I would say I'm 47. I started reading UFO books as a little kid, but... By the time I was in high school and getting out, I was reading more serious matters and looking into this and, you know, the cover-up, Roswell. Everybody was always talking about Roswell and Mm -hmm. uh, all that BS. um, And you never really saw anything come out of it. It's always been, no, disclosure's coming. There's these insiders. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about how annoying that is and how we really need to check our sources, Mm -hmm. uh, find out who these people are. I know especially in the UFO community, um, there's either insiders or contactees, people that have been. That oh,
0: contacted are, by the aliens.
1: Yeah they're, yeah, they're what I would consider like the anonymous source they would use in the media. Right. Like when Trump called the dead World War I yes, soldiers yes. suckers. Who who was that? An who?
0: anonymous source told The Atlantis. Yeah, right? that, that or Trump it, took The Atlantic. Up. The Atlant- Atlantic?
1: The Atlantic, yeah. The Atlantic.
0: Yeah. And then every other newspaper published it and then cited The Atlantic. Yeah,
1: yeah they just yeah. made it up. it's made it up Trump Trump pisses on an old soldier's grave
0: but now that makes like what dozens of sources yeah Yeah. and then later on like what was that six years later five years later
1: uh, everybody's got backup to say Trump called all these these dead soldiers suckers can you believe what a piece of shit he is and I'm just using Trump because that's easy well who
0: cares yeah exactly exactly with that that's just an example of bullshit
1: yeah contact like I said insiders contactees, and my favorite one, channelers. People who apparently are visited by alien entities, not in the flesh, but in the uh, astral plane. Mm-hmm. And they're given, you know, really good information for mankind that's going to help us. And they're always constantly right around on the dark side of the moon. There's there's an entire Galactic Federation of Light battle fleet right. waiting to take down the Dracos at, at Dulce's Air Force Base. Now, if you believe all this shit at this point in 2024, you deserve the back of your head smacked. All this shit's manufactured, the whole UFO thing, regardless of what they are, like, from a distant star, or probably here on this planet, or wherever the hell this realm, wherever we're at, advanced race, uh, beyond the ice wall, as people like to postulate, but uh, any of that stuff... It permeated the UFO community, and I think that's how I got a good nose for it down the road. But I was really taken in by a lot of characters uh, along the way Mm -hmm. uh, for my own wants and desires, what I wanted to see happen. Mm -hmm. You know, the big Hollywood bullshit. The more Hollywood bullshit it is, the more you can... uh, tell it that it's Hollywood right. bullshit it's
0: like whatever you hope to be true and if you hope it to be true and then somebody's telling you then it's you're it's easier to accept it as or true. if
1: it scares you real good like you like to be scared uh i'm thinking of a certain event that totally absolutely happened in the 40s that one event that's the that holocaust that didn't happen uh, all their stories are insane Like just for shock value and and, and it is kind of the shock value does help the belief system because how could someone lie about this?
0: You know, you bring up a good point when it comes to those stories because one thing that our enemy does is throw out a piece of absolute bullshit in the hopes that we run with it yeah, and then it gets debunked and then everything that we've ever said is now... Wrong. Bullshit.
1: Yeah, because you're an idiot now. Right.
0: So, for example, the story about the supposed Holocaust story about putting the, the gun in the hole and then it like loops around. <laughs> like the Tom and Jerry that, cartoon. Right. That wasn't really an actual story from anybody. It was just something I think published on poll or yeah, something so like
1: that. Yeah, so it's like, a, a, you know, checkmate.
0: Right. So because that one was bullshit and we try to present that then that means that everything else that we say about their stories is... Absolutely true. Right, exactly. Right, Right, that their story is true and that we're assholes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Poop diamonds and the bear and the eagle, electrified floors, whatever. But we'll move on from that because that's a whole different kind of grift. I want to talk now about these sources because I moved through UFOs and kind of got out of them when there was this glut in... 2017, 2018, like, really when when the Q shit took off mm-hmm. uh, and, and all of that stuff, I, I paid more attention to political conspiracies at that point because there was just so much nonsense over and over and over. I've been hearing for years on the UFO community that, uh, A, disclosure is coming. You know, like, Stephen Greer is always talking about that crap. Um, R- David Wilcox. You know, he's got his contacts with the Alliance. He really loved the Q-Grift. Because when, uh, when he got nuked, like, he predicted all this crap to happen in 2012. Mm-hmm. And none of that shit happened. And so he's sitting over there, you know, sucking his thumb. And then here comes freaking Q. And he's like, oh, yes, the Alliance. You know, I was just off by the year. My, my contacts in the Alliance. The Alliance. Like, they called themselves. What? Star Wars, motherfucker. Dad, like I said, if it sounds Hollywood... It's it's Hollywood. It's bullshit, and just some of the stories you would tell. You would just describe these shadowy Air Force senior officers who were giving him this information, you know, at their own peril. He's gritty. He's, you know, it's just bullshit. Too much description, not enough uh, feel, <laughs> not enough just movement, but. It goes to everything. I think of like the, the mystical ancient history community. Emerald Tablets of Toth.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had me read those.
1: I read those. I've been hearing about the, like some such great ancient wisdom. And it's not. It's, it's not. It was a book written in 1932 by some pretty much anonymous guy who was rumored to be part of a, a Masonic society. Now, there's a lot of good stuff in that book. But there's a bunch of Hollywood bullshit, including a spaceship buried underneath the paw of the sphinx uh, ready to defeat the shape-shifting reptilians Mm -hmm. that are gonna eventually come out of the shadows as our rulers it's just such horse shit all those guys remember uh was it mark collier he was a big ufo contactee uh knew all these alien races he was telling you about all these alien races he's the source when Mm -hmm. you see stuff about like dracos and Pleiadians mm-hmm. and Lyrans and all these starseed retards that we see all over the place uh, who are part of this force that's going to defeat evil here. They're schizophrenic. We all know that. Uh, I mean, come on, that's the total. That whole community's full of schizos and, and opportunists. Yeah, Collier had a lot of really great talks. We were taken in by it.
0: Yeah, and he, was, he seemed very legitimate because of the fact that he was uh, like a Former like businessman was he some kind of like CEO or something? Like I he, think so. He was some kind of businessman. Yeah. He was somebody respectable, a professional. Right, exactly a professional, not a weirdo then, like we were right, used to. So then all of a sudden he has this experiences with these aliens. So it seems more like, well, this guy wouldn't lie about exactly. that. Exactly. And we did. We watched hours of his stuff, yeah. and then we saw one presentation he did within, from like
1: 1999. His last so, one, I right? Think. Something
0: like that. Yeah, yeah, it was more recent the, within the first 10 minutes
1: yeah he discredits himself by saying that wh- whoever whoever the good aliens are that are going to save us are really upset about climate change
0: right they're worried about global warming global warming and so immediately I'm like, oh well every- uh, turn he's, it off it's bullshit he's mind bullshit. unveiled
1: bullshit. Uh, we've pushed mind unveiled and this is mind unveiled is the main reason the schizo zone is not too schizo right tonight. now tonight
0: mm-hmm. oh this morning?
1: Yes, this morning. Yes, this is live, in case you didn't know. Um, hear that bird? Bird chirping? So Mind Unveiled, they, they have a lot of good stuff. They have the homunculi, 10-hour documentary. There's mm-hmm. just so much good stuff they have. They do a lot on Tartaria, and that's kind of where I started to see it. They seem to be know-it-alls on Tartaria, and their their videos are from 2020, when the mm-hmm. mud floods first, the big thing, was, I think Max Egan, Crow yes, House Mac, broke it. Right. That's the first time I noticed it. Right, It was, was on HiddenHistory.net. Mm-hmm. They were doing that stuff for years. Mm-hmm. but And other guys, other smaller channels were. I, I think Flat Earth British was doing it back mm-hmm. then too. But uh, Max Egan really broke it out to the world, the mud flood. Oh my god, Tartaria.
0: Yeah, his video on it is is really amazing. If if you are interested, let me know because it's not easy to find and I have a direct link.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. It's about what 55 minutes yeah, to an yeah. hour. Mm-hmm. But it's worth it. It's excellent. But the problem is everybody took that video and there was what I like to call Tartaria hysteria. I just coined that literally like 15 seconds I like ago. That. Tartaria hysteria. Okay, it's pretty much everybody started putting all of the hopes and dreams of the ultimate like string theory of of conspiracy theories together that this is why everything's fucked up because however long ago a couple hundred years ago maybe a couple thousand and then there's the all this other bullshit that everything was fine and somehow we got fucked and this peaceful multicultural multiracial i guess cultural mm-hmm. society that was a global expanding civilization go, you know globally expanded civilization mm-hmm. Uh, they fall, and now everything's fucked up. And the you know, the enemy runs it. We don't really know the enemies are Ashkenazi or the Freemasons right. or whoever, whatever Ill- Illuminati elusive group that they're blaming it on this week to get shekels. So part of it was mine unveiled was a little bit too certain right. on how everything unfolded. Right?
0: They have all the answers. They so what's dangerous about that? It's, the word dangerous has been fucking stigmatized and fucked up by yeah, the media. Yeah. And I just felt really uncomfortable like, saying that. Yeah, oh, like, ooh, like you're going to
2: get stabbed. But well, no, stab no, that, or... that, that,
0: it, that it's like, uh, it means like not dangerous anymore. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah, because so everything dangerous is dangerous. Our, because yeah, exactly. because me
1: staring at you or farting in the subway <laughs> right, next right. to you. I felt same. Is violent. Right. Yes.
0: It's dangerous, as I hesitate to say that word the way that they present the information, because they do have a lot of backup, a lot of viable sources. It's presented like this is research that we have done. Mm -hmm. And then they start giving you all the answers. Yeah, And they're not saying this is what we think it is. And this is my opinion. And it might not be like this, but this is what it seems like to me. And that's how they should be presenting it. They shouldn't be matter of fact, this is it, this is it. And if you listen to some of their videos they they really do try and speak as though they know the truth right how how we get to the end of the game here exactly you just have to listen to them and do what they say
1: exactly because then tartaria this normal civilization turns into like a super advanced sci-fi race and then it's like although oh, there was the millennial reign of christ it's like it just moved along and nobody really had any sources mm-hmm. and regardless of what you believe happened it's not right. You're missing a whole bunch. Or you're wrong about something. Everybody is. Mm-hmm. Everybody who's listening to this is wrong about something.
0: Right. it's But it's fine to have your idea of what you think it is. That's
1: fine. You should. But... But you're probably wrong. 100%. It,
0: exactly. But you're we shouldn't... So we shouldn't be presenting this as though we know what the fuck we're you talking You should about.
1: be learning constantly and evolving. Because I, I know my uh, opinions... And beliefs have absolutely radically changed. Uh, even in the last 10 years, I would say they're wow, mm-hmm. so far away from where I was. I was I was listening to Alex Jones, and I was getting terrified about what's actually happening right now. Um, the problem with Alex is he he got his bones on a bunch of shit that really happened, and then over the years he had to keep being, growing. Mm-hmm. He had to grow, or he he wanted to grow. He saw there was a market to get shekels, and he's controlled up obviously.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, we will inside. not name them.
1: Yeah, he will not. Will not name them. Alex just had all these fake ass insiders, or these people who knew shit, and it's never true. It's always fear. It's all you know. If you're getting fear farmed off of you, then you need to get the hell away from that crap because that's all it is. It's a fear farm, and it's not doing you any good as part of these these bullshit grifters. Mm-hmm. But the Mind unveiled episode that made us realize that they weren't. not taking everything away from him was this it's like queen california Mm -hmm. and they just know that when california was an island it was ruled it was like this black paradise and they were Mm. but he's like going on and talking about this psychic this queen she's she's like the ultimate black lady anywhere ever and you know she's got psychic powers to fight off invaders and it was like click this is like that black we was king shit yeah he was we was kanks to you know pander to a black audience and i see that a lot in the truth community the blacks got their own truth community let them fucking have it stop trying to you know steal them i see they they do that all the time they pander with this bullshit mm-hmm. let blacks do their shit about music and tv movies
0: right and and their own conspiracies cuz they've, yes. they've got their own topics that they
1: yeah, stop an being like, stop trying to grift off them with this bullshit. And that's what it was. It was like this We Was Kangs crap they were trying to play off. And I just, I know it's bullshit. It's this like black version of uh, like politically incorrect board on 4chan.
0: Mm-hmm. That's where all this source material came from.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty much that's where We Was Kangs comes from. That whole meme is like visiting over there and seeing it. So yeah, you got you got to watch everybody. Because even someone that you're, you're high on, you got to watch everything they've done and, and see more of their progression to who they are. If their older videos are really know-it-all and wrong, check their more recent ones. Are they getting more correct? Are they learning? Have they changed their beliefs? Mm-hmm. Or are they trying to push their narrative through... um right. The truth,
0: or or will they present what they think, but admit that they don't know or that they could be wrong, like um, Campbell with didactic yeah, John yeah. Levi. Those
1: guys will always tell you they're wrong. They never actually right. tell you they're sure of anything. It's just no, but they'll tell you what
0: they think it might be.
1: And they're presenting you data. Mm-hmm. I recommend them. But yeah, with that, right. I just want to say check your sources. And uh, speaking of checking our sources, Carrie, why don't you check our source to a commercial break? I don't know. It's a bad joke. Go for it.
0: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor.
1: Hey there, friends. It's me, Ted, from the Good Morning Show. And as we know, traditionally, March is the month for revenge upon your enemies. Do you know someone out there who screwed you over? Maybe they cut you off in traffic. They ratted you out to the police. Maybe they stole your drugs. I don't know. Whatever it is we have the place for you from fuck you industries comes box of bees that's right a box of bees not just any bees but Africanized killer bees for the low price of 39 dollars box of bees will send a nondescript package containing very agitated African killer bees to the home of your most hated enemy box of bees guarantees at least an emergency room visit if not Your money back is guaranteed. As a bonus, if your enemy has any sort of peanut allergies, we'll send a team of operatives to their home to smear peanut butter all over that shit. Don't worry about it. We'll get them. Leave it to us, Box of Bees. Tell them Ted sent you. And remember to use my promo code in the store. I-H-8-B-L-K-P-P-L It'll give you 15% off at the register. Alright guys, Box of Bees, March month of revenge all right Carrie what do you say we get out of here and uh, go take these boys to eat
0: I think that's a great idea it's been a good morning we thank you all for joining us ladies and gentlemen yeah it's been fun we hope you enjoyed the show
1: don't open any packages you know what I'm saying (laughs) never know what you're gonna get box of bees baby
0: yeah watch out watch out watch out for that
1: all right, guys, we, we I never send any of you guys bees or anything or do the peanut butter thing or, or snakes in a can or any of that stuff because I love you and I'm a good person. We See hope you come week.
0: back. We hope that that doesn't deter yeah, you. Yeah,
1: yeah. We hope you don't think we're psychopaths.
0: We love you guys.
1: Love you guys. Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye. Good day. <laughs>